Christ is risen. It was one or two years after my ordination, and at the time I was teaching like ECF classes in school, what we had, and there was a special class I had. A lot of boys, each of them character of well, interesting boys. And I remember that when we were talking around this time, around Easter, about resurrection, and I was talking to them how Christ came to apostles through closed doors and how ladies saw him alive. So their fantasy started to work, and one of them, he said, if I were Jesus, so I would go to that pilot. I would go to, and he started to name these characters from gospel, and he said, I would scare them to the death. And it was visible that how he was enjoying this idea to be Jesus who is going to scare his enemies after death, after resurrection. And the class was over because fantasy started to work and all these boys, they were playing this idea and they were coming with these strange ideas how to scare all enemies of God. Well, Jesus was not doing that. But what Jesus was doing, he came to those who believed in him. He came to those who loved them. He came to them to give them good news that death is defeated and that they can have life in him. And we might be a little bit jealous and we can say, well, they were so lucky that this woman could see him after his resurrection, that his, uh, that his apostles could see him, and many our thousands of others could see him. We might be a little bit jealous. But you know what? God is not changed. He is always coming to those who love him. For sure he came to these ladies who wanted to show him love and to give him anointing as it was usual. For sure he came to Joseph, who took care of his body. He comes to everybody who loves him. And there, we can think about many ways how he comes to those who love him. And history of church gives us many facts or many experiences of people who really were moved by this touch of grace in their life. 
And I want to bring to your attention just one moment or only one thing how God touches those who love him. And it is in that most important time in human life, in the moments before our death. During the week I was reading work of St. Gregory the Great, first pope who wrote so much. He gave bad example maybe, you know, to others. Well, anyway, this was a joke. I, he, he really wrote a lot of um, good pastoral things. And in one section of his work, there are like 10 stories. He put, he write down stories about people who were very pious and he knew personally. There is a story about a beggar who was begging, he was paralyzed, so he was begging near to one church in Rome and what he gathered, he gave away as a arm to others. There was a story about one monk he knew personally. There is a story about his own aunt. Probably he was there when she was dying. And many others, people who it's evident that he knew them, if not personally, so it was from witnesses who were still alive. And all those stories have something together, common. At first, there are stories of people who really loved God. They were trying in their life to follow his commandments and there was some kind of fever in them to really do always more and more in order to increase love towards Christ. Different positions, different wife, single person, beggar, paralyzed, monk, priest, different positions in a state in life, but this was common. And each story tells that before death, they experienced something. One bishop saw presence of two martyrs who came before his death to enter his room. Martyrs he venerated during his life. They were sent to encourage that bishop in the moment of his death. Another lady, she saw, she heard beautiful hymns coming from above and cell was filled with intensive fragrance, beautiful fragrance. 
another saw two apostles, Peter and Paul, coming to invite him to go through this passage from this life to another life. There was a girl. She was invited to enter to eternal life through the Theotokos. There was a person who saw Christ coming to be with him in this horrible moment of death. I read only those stories that Pope Gregory the Great collected, but you can, you can really find in historic church hundreds and hundreds similar stories. And those who loved Christ, they experienced some kind of like joy and peace during this horrible moment in human life because death is terrifying. Death is horrible. At the moment, Christ gives special grace to those who love him. He helps them to make this transition from this life to another life in some kind of joy and peace which helps them not to see and not to be horrified by this touch of death. And maybe we as a people of present time, we many times we put this story some kind aside and we say, oh, those are fairy tales. Those are something but pious sayings. And we don't take them to consideration because we are wiser than were those people in the past. But we are making a mistake if we are doing that. And it is my personal experience seeing people dying. You can experience, you can see interesting things. I just mentioned one man who was dying really in peace because he was trying to be faithful to God and try, was trying to love him and do what he could. And it was visible that in the last hours of his life, he was really somehow already living outside of this world. He was talking to somebody. He was raising hands towards somebody. 
and everything in this special some kind of peace and, and joy, I would say almost. And, and those moments, it was not only one experience, and, but this experience tells you, I wish if my death is similar to his or her death. We have to be assured by it and be sure that if we allow Christ, we will be not alone in this horrible moment in our life. I think that the icon of resurrection somehow describes very well when Christ stretches his hands towards Adam and Eve, pulling them out of the tomb. I think this is something what happens during the time of our dying. And those two words are somehow touching so closely that we start to see reality of eternal life and we will see the hand of that one we loved. But we have to be very careful. If we were looking during life for something different, if we were not trying to love him really, from whole heart or if we loved something more than Christ instead of his hand we can find another hand which will be pulling us to different place everything depends on our love towards Christ not feeling love which is expressed by practical things, love which is painful, love which causes us to sacrifice, love which causes us to put effort to our religious life, life, love which in which is this discipline of our spiritual life. Allow which accepts even martyrdom in order to stay faithful to Christ. So let's be encouraged by these really brave women from our gospel today. What they have done, what they try to do, they would be in troubles, big troubles, but they didn't care. They wanted to do what was proper, anoint Christ's body because they loved him and they didn't care about danger. Let's follow this bravery of Joseph.
after what happened, he had courage to go and to ask for Christ's body. When he was going to this audience, he didn't know what can happen. He could be accused as one of followers of Christ and maybe crucified too. But he didn't care because he loved Christ. Let's follow this example of love. Maybe we can meet Christ in the moment of our death. And may he make this our transition to eternal life peaceful and joyful. Amen.